You are now listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Gil Finley, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us here today on the Clear Perspective Podcast. OMG, do I have a show in store for you. I'm so excited for what God is going to do in your life. Man, what a time to be alive. Um, first off, Given unto God, who's the head of my life. Come on, saints of God. <laughs> Giving honor to God, who's the head of my life. And I am so excited. I'm doing something a little bit different with this podcast. I'm actually hearing myself speak as I speak. So um, hopefully this is good. So now let's get into it. First off. If you are listening to this show, I want to say thank you for all those who have been sharing and uh, reaching out to me and encouraging me. I appreciate you so, so much. Uh, I would not be able to do this without you. Um, well, I guess I could, but it wouldn't be any fun. Um, so thank you for all those who share me, shared me uh, by sharing my podcast uh, or share the podcast uh I'm so grateful that you decide to check this podcast out or listen to this podcast or share it with other people. I believe one of uh, the listeners, they sent me a video here recently um, with them sitting around a group of people um, taking notes. And that really, really, uh, really honestly being transparent with you all, it really brought a tear to my eye because uh, it really let me know that what I'm doing is making impact. And I told God that I didn't want to do this podcast just for numbers or trying to be famous or gain popularity. I really wanted to do this to be able to share his heart, to be able to show people the truth about who God is calling you to be. So thank you again. Um, if you're listening to the Clear Perspective podcast for the first time, I want to say thank you again. But what is the Clear Perspective podcast? Well, we believe that, or I believe, um, that this Clear Perspective podcast is for the one that Jesus talks about how a good shepherd would leave the 99 to go get the one. So I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, Jesus is coming after you. And you're the one who he's looking for. You're the one who he's looking to draw. Um, you're the one he's looking to bring in to his safety and protection. Um, why should you listen to this podcast? Well, this podcast deals with um, everyday things that we need that we may not necessarily get to talk about um, at church or Bible study that's pertinent to everyday Christian life or just life in general. And some of you may not be Christians or maybe of other beliefs, uh, but Ultimately, I hope that at some point in time, you will receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But as always, that is a conversation for another day. So thank you again for joining me today uh, or whenever you're listening to this um, tonight, wherever you are listening to this. Um, I'm having fun today. I'm so excited. So I want to be a little bit more loose. Uh, but thank you again. I know I keep saying thank you, but I'm so excited. Um, I'm always so excited. You're going to hear me say that all the time because every time I get a chance 
to be able to um, every time I get a chance to be able to share God's heart, it always is an exciting thing because I know I don't get I don't deserve this, guys. I do not deserve this at all. This is nothing by my own um, merit or nothing by my own skills and ability. This is just something that God has given me the opportunity to do, and I want to steward it well. And by his grace and his strength, I will. All right. So with any out any further ado, if you've seen the flyer or you've seen it, maybe you're not, but hopefully you will. If you follow the Facebook page. Well, our Instagram page is uh, Instagram page is at TCPP2020. Um, you'll see the flyer, which the title for today is Who Am I and Why Am I Here? Say it with me. Who am I and why am I here? Or why am I here? Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you that every person who's listening to this podcast will be so invigorated, so inspired, so pro- provoked to begin to go forward to the future that you're calling us to, that you're calling them to. God, I thank you for every story, every, every narrative that is being represented, um, that is listening to this podcast. God, I thank you that you will open our hearts, open our minds, that you'll be able to download into us, to be able to uh, retrieve all that you've had uh, deposited inside of us, Lord. I thank you, God, that you will show us the way through Jesus Christ, the truth and the life. Lord, I thank you. I bless you and I appreciate you for this opportunity. Give me clarity of thought, clarity of speech. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that all distractions will go from us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys, you have to, I know I've kind of stumbled on my words, but I'm still getting used to this new um, listening to myself. So it's kind of different. So thank you for bearing with me. Uh, It's going to be fun. Okay. Who am I? Why am I here? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Have you ever asked yourself, who am I and why am I here? Have you ever asked yourself that question? I know I have. Well, like, okay, who am I? Why am I here? Well, a lot of people now in today's time are looking to find themselves. We look to find ourselves in relationships. We look to find ourselves in success and people and things and money. Um, You have all these people who are doing self-help talks and doing all these different things to be able to try to find out and figure out who are you? Who am I? Why am I here on this earth? Everyone is on this quest of self-discovery, becoming one with oneself, all this new age stuff everyone wants to talk about, becoming one with yourself, being woke, and getting in tune with your inner you, and uh, channeling your spirit, and uh, resisting the ego, and all, all that other stuff, um, which is irrelevant, uh, because you can only find yourself hint in Christ Jesus, it's the biggest hint, uh, and that's bottom line, you can argue with yourself. Because it's true. But self-discovery. Um, I thought this was so interesting. Everything with God is intentional. This is a six episode. Uh, and six with God represents the number of man. So I was like, wow, God, you are very smart. Because honestly, before I record this podcast, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And everything that I do um, with this podcast is all inspiration, what I feel like God is saying. So I do have some a typical um layout of how I kind of format what God gave me, which was spontaneous, uh, how 
uh, I do each show. But the topics in itself, the many topics in itself are all inspired by God. And he gives me these ideas with the flyers, with everything that you see, all this stuff. This whole podcast came out of just inspiration, just having my heart open, my mind open to what God is wanting to do in my life. And I'm so excited that this podcast is going to be a catalyst, a launching pad for you to do the same thing what God is calling for you to do in your life. So six means representing man. And I thought it was so interesting because... From the beginning of time, man has always looked for the definition of who and what he was supposed to be doing. God initially made man in his likeness and his image and gave him dominion over the earth and all things in it. And so in that, when man lost that image because of sin, sin brings forth death and death brings forth separation. He was disconnected from the, the original creator or the uh, uh, the image where he was able to look to see himself, um, he lost that. And so now from Genesis all the way, from Genesis chapter 3 all the way till now, man has always been on a quest of trying to find himself, trying to find uh, who and find where he's supposed to be and where's your value. When I say man, I'm talking about mankind, which includes both men and women. So, Everyone in this self-discovery, everyone is in search of self-discovery, whether you may be intentionally doing it or maybe you may not. That's why people join organizations. That's why people join clubs. That's why people join these different things or uh, they wear certain clothes or they follow certain people on social media because they're trying to find something that they feel like they connect can connect with. Humans by nature are social creatures. We want to be accepted. We want to be able to be liked. We want to be able to be loved. And a lot of times that's why we find ourselves finding love in the wrong places and all these different things because we're searching for ourselves in other people when it's really supposed to be self-discovery. But again, remember that God is wanting to live on the inside of you. So he's wanting you to actually discover that he lives inside of you and that you can live from the outside in because Satan is always about getting you to live from the outside. Uh, uh, the in, God is about li- getting you to live from the inside out when Satan in the world is trying to get you from to live from the outside in, meaning that everything around you is dictating who you are instead of what is The greater is he that is in you dictating who they are and what the world is supposed to be. Because remember, you're given dominion and authority over the earth. Okay? All right. That's just a little groundwork. Okay? Let's get to work. All right. So um, whether you are running on the treadmill, whether you're driving, whether you're sitting down, chilling in your living room, whether you be listening with a group of people or by yourself, I want you to do this. We do this every show. I want you to take a deep breath. All right. Now you relax, okay? Or if you're running, if you're driving, I want you to take a moment just to in your mind, even if you don't pause, just take a moment just to rest. Your mind is always clicking all the time. Just take a deck, take a, a deep breath and take a rest. All right? Cuz what we have to cover is so important and we got a lot to cover in very little time. Because we could talk about this all day and if you know me, I love to talk about this stuff, but I'm definitely going to continue to keep my podcast times down okay pray for me <laughs> all right okay so here we go one of the biggest things and one of the biggest challenges is being able to 
I don't hope you taking notes. I hope you can. If you can, take notes so that you can go back. The purpose of taking notes is so that you can study. Studying deals with your comprehension. The Bible says when all you're getting, get a good understanding. And a lot of times we have good notes, but we don't go back over it and study it. Meaning that we take notes or make glance over it, but we don't get it to, uh, to with repetition to be able to really get what we're supposed to get out of it. Because we look at it one time or we write it down. You're like, oh, that's good, and then we don't come back to it. But I really want to challenge you that with these podcasts, I hope that there um, you've been taking notes. If not, you can always go back or um, do different things to be able to make sure that you're remembering what we're talking about. Because you'll see from Gen- the Genesis episode, which was the having your Genesis moment, all the way till now about discovering who am I and why am I here. They're building blocks. Okay, so. The biggest challenge is being able to discover purpose versus calling. Purpose versus calling. We all have one purpose, and that is to be able to reveal the glory of God. And when we say the glory of God, and that's in um, Isaiah, it talks about how we're created uh, to create, I mean, to, yeah, yeah, well, technically, yeah, to create an environment where we express the character, the nature of God, um, who God is through his character, which means how he acts, how he thinks, what he says, and all those good things. Calling is how you reveal that purpose or how you reveal that character or how you reveal that glory. So what you're called to, maybe you're called to health. Maybe you're called to finances. Maybe you're called to sports. Maybe you're called to entrepreneurship. Maybe you're called to ministry. Maybe you're called to the military. Maybe you're called to teaching. Maybe you're called to fashion design. Maybe you're called to athletic training. There's so many different ways that God can express himself And he does that through what you're called to and who you're called to. God has destined a group of people, whether that be uh, big or small, meaning by number, not in how in how uh, importance, but whether it be in, in small or big, he's destined a group of people that are specifically assigned to your voice. That's amazing. So there's people, and you hear me say this a lot, or you, if you've heard me um, speak or preach or teach or do anything like that, you'll hear me talk about a lot about how there's people who are praying by faith. Maybe not necessarily your name, but they're praying that the person who God has for their life or being able to connect with someone who will be able to help get them to the place of where they want to be with God and relationship and business and all these different things. There's people praying by faith that you will answer the call of God on your life. That's amazing. God can't do anything on the earth without you. So what Satan wants you to do is get so bogged down in what you have going on and all the stresses and pressures of life so that you can't focus on what your what your purpose is. Remember, it's being able to reveal the glory of God. And how can you do that if you don't have relationship with him? So he wants you to get caught up in religion. He wants to get you caught up in relationships and busyness where you feel like you can't don't have the time or your heart is not fully devoted to him. Um, so that you can never be able to learn his character so that you can express it. And that when you don't know him, you can't, you won't definitely won't know what your calling is, is because he's the one who gives you a calling, which is what we're about to get to. So I want to ask you this question. And maybe you have, maybe you may or may not know this, but this is a good time to reflect. 
and a good time to do some self-discovery. All right. What are you gifted in? What are you skilled in? What are you good at? Like, what are you good at? What are you are you good at? And, and it doesn't mean you have to be perfect at it, but what do you naturally have a gift at? Or what are you naturally good at? Or can you draw? Can you just work on cars? Are you good at being able to come up with creative ideas? Are you able to talk to anybody about anything? Um, are you able to put clothes together, outfits together? Are you able to come up with business plans? Are you do you are you a good typist? Um, I don't know if is that, is that a word? I, I don't know. Are you a good um, musician? Do you learn how to play by ear? Do you know how to be able to put uh, mathematical equations together? Are you what are you naturally good at? The Bible says in James chapter one, verse 17, it says that every good gift and perfect gift is from above. So God the, has given you a gift. And why does he give you a gift? Why does he give why does he put a place of calling on your life? It's because your gift or your skill is directly connected to your calling. You're so say for example that you for me, I'll give you an example for me. God has given me the ability, I now I know, um, that I can talk to anybody about anything, anywhere, anytime. And um, my friends used to tease me because I always used to know like random facts or watch random YouTube videos about just random stuff. Um, I don't remember I had a, this conversation with this person just out of the blue about rock climbing. And I don't rock climb, but I had literally just walked, watched a documentary about rock climbing on YouTube previously, not too long before that conversation. And I was able to have a full-blown conversation about this uh, rock climbing with this person, which opened up a whole nother door to me and be able to talk to them about a lot of different things. And so God has given me that gift to be able to gain knowledge, to be able to acquire understanding about various topics so that I can reach people. God has given me a gift to talk, which is why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> so, and he does that. So God uses your, everything about you, whether your, your physical appearance, if you are a very attractive person, God uses, he wants to use your physical attributes um, to be able to draw people to him. So in the past, I may be, I may have used, I, like I, I uh, like I said, I'm able to talk about a lot of different things and talk about a lot of different stuff and do different things, and so I used to use my ability or my skill or my gift for my own personal advantage or gain, and so, but now God has transformed me and I have a clear perspective now. Shameless plug. <laughs> That I can be able to use my gift to be able to draw people to him. Okay? So, again, what are you gifted in? What are you skilled in? And I know you said, may say, well, I don't know. I love when people say that. Because you know what I do? I want you to write down um, when you get done. I want you well, listen to this podcast. Or if you want to push pause. Uh, I want you to write down all the things that if you never ha- had to clock into work. Or if you could... Didn't have to worry about money being an issue or bills being paid and you can live comfortably and your family's good and all that stuff. What would you do besides vacation and all that stuff? What would you do? What 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 do you feel like would fulfill you? Whether it be helping with kids or and a lot of times we get these general statements. Oh, I want to help with kids or I want to give back. Okay, how do you want to help kids? How do you want to give back? What do you want to create? Uh, well, I want to create something with um, 
electronics or music, okay? What specific? You want to be detail, 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 okay? I want you to write those things down, and I want you to keep writing. Write as much as you can, because the Bible says, excuse me, uh, write the vision and make it plain. So there's something powerful about when you write this down. So do you know that what you're listening to started out as a something that was written down? And the vision became plain and simple. And as I'm going, God is continuously blowing my mind with how everything comes together all the time, every time for this podcast to keep going. So what are you gifted in? What are you skilled in? I want you to write that down and it's going to be connected to your calling. And the beautiful thing about it is if you don't know, ask God. Say, God, what is it that you gifted me with? What are you called me to? Because here's the thing. Romans eleven twenty nine 29 says, For the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Meaning that once God gives them, he's not an Indian giver. The old term, the Indian giver. Well, hopefully that's not offensive, but you get my point. He's given that, meaning that he won't take it back. So what you do with your gift and what you do with your calling is totally dependent on you. But, however, God desires for you to be able to draw, draw people back to him with your gift. So, you must be able to go to the gift giver to find out what your gift is so that you can effectively and efficiently operate in your gift or your calling to the fullness of what you're created to do or being able to function in your fullest potential. I hope this is making sense. Because this is really good for me. I'm getting encouraged listening to this. All right. And so in this self-discovery, you're going to see that your biggest and toughest competition is the person that you see in the mirror or the person you look at the selfie at. That is your competition. My god brother, his name is um, Ivan. He has a um, clothing line called Me Versus Me. You should check it out. It's on Instagram. It's I Am My Only Competition is the brand. But one of the specific shirts in there or the uh, designs is it's me versus me. And that is what we see throughout life is we are our own competition. It's so easy to point at everybody else and give excuses like, oh, well, this person did this or this happened to me and blah, blah, blah. No, you are your only competition. You are the only thing that is keeping you from getting to the places where you dream of being or what God intends for you to be. You are your only competition. And so James chapter four, verse one through three says, from where does wars come and fightings among you? Come, don't they come of your own lust that war in within you? You you lust and you have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. And you when you do ask, you don't receive it because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. Meaning that what does all that mean, Gil? Well. Why do you? Why are you so frustrated in life? Why are you so um, irritated and dissatisfied and pressed? Why? Why? Why do you feel this way? It's because of what you're going through and what is going on internally inside of you. 
there's a desire for more inside of you and you're looking for different places and different things to be up to fulfill those things or to fulfill that desire. And that desire can only be fulfilled by God. Well, well, Gil, what if I don't feel that way? Well, praise God. That's awesome. But let's make sure that you stay in that place and remember what it took for you to get out of that place is that you found Jesus or you allow him to continue to refine your character and refine your mindset. So um, this is really good. This is really good. And this, I'm still, like I said, this is really different for me because I'm hearing myself. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I wish y'all could hear the way I'm hearing it, but it sounds good though. It makes me know that what you're going to be hearing is a good quality show. And that's what I want. Not only a show, but this is a conversation. So I'm very interactive. So I'm going to have you do stuff to make sure that you're interactive and engaged. And I want it to be a conversation. I don't want to just talk at you. I want to talk to you. Which brings me to my next point. I want you to say with me, retrospective views for the future. One more time, retrospective views for the future. So when God gave me this, I was literally typing this. A lot of times I don't type out my notes or topics or different things before I, it, until it's like right before I get ready to do the show. And so retrospective views for the future. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a big word, Lord. <laughs> so I looked it up. I know retrospective. I kind of had a basic idea, you know, it talks about uh, uh, looking back. But when I looked at the definition, it actually really blew me away because it's so very specific. The definition of retrospective means looking back or dealing with past events or situations. And here's the other definition that I really liked: an exhibition or complication showing the development of the work of a particular artist over a period of time. Wow. That's a, I, I'm going to read that one more time. An exhibition or a complication showing the development of the work of a particular artist over a period of time. The Bible says that we are God's workmanship. So God is wanting you to understand that your past is preparing you for your future. Your past has prepared you for where you're going. Do you not know that God says that he goes before you? That he sends angels before you? And so that you, your experiences, what do you mean by that, Gil? Your experiences of knowing that God has been with you. Think about this. You have survived. If you're listening to this podcast, you've survived everything that you've been through. I'm talking about the crazy things that people never knew you went through or the pain or the suffering or the challenges or the hardships that you had to endure. You survived that. Not only did you survive it, but you came out of it better. You came out of it stronger. You came out of it wiser. And those things are, when you look back on those things, instead of having regret and shame and guilt and condemnation, you can say, wow, God, you've been so merciful. You've shown yourself to be kind and patient and gentle and loving and long-suffering. And from that, I know that there's something more in my life than what I'm giving myself to or what I've gave myself to. So it causes me to know that my future is secure in you with Jeremiah 29, 11 and verse, I believe, 13 or 14 talks about how I only get that secure future if my heart is fully geared towards you. 
And so because of my retrospective view, meaning look back towards what I've gone through and what you've brought me out of, I know that I have confidence that you'll forever remain the same. Isn't that amazing that we serve a God who will never change? He remains the same. When everything around us changed, our lives change, our people change around us, our environment changes. We have so many different things right now going on in the world. Right now, if you're listening to this podcast, whether it be now or in the future, there's a virus going on that is impacting the world. The coronavirus or COVID-19 is impacting the world. And at one point in time, we're going to look back and we're going to say, wow, this is this was a, a crazy epidemic or a crazy time frame, and we survived it. And my prayers and thoughts to those who are impacted or lost loved ones, these are, you know, we, I know we see a lot of jokes and memes and things, but people have lost their lives due to the illness itself or a complication of a mixture of illnesses. So I do want to extend my prayers and my thoughts to those who are truly impacted by those things. But we're going to look back and we're going to say, wow, God, you've shown yourself to be faithful through 9-11. You showed yourself to be faithful through all throughout history. World War One, the uh, the collapse of the stock market, the Great Depression, um, the housing collapse back in the early 2000s. You've been with us and you showed yourself to be uh, with, when I got out of those toxic relationships or when I was broke or when I thought I had nothing left to live for, when I thought about taking my life. You've shown yourself to be faithful through those moments and you've gained, you've gained my trust and you've gained my respect and you've gained my heart. And from that, I can trust you with my future. Well, Gil, what if I still don't know? Maybe I don't have full trust and confidence and hope. Well, the beautiful thing about it is, is he just said it here in James. You have not because you ask not. If you don't feel like you have faith, well, one, you do, because the Bible says that God gives everyone a measure of faith. But you can ask God, God, teach me how to trust you. Teach me how to have faith in you that what I'm going through and what I've been through is has no comparison. No comparison. The Bible says in Romans that the very present suffering has no measurement, has no comparison to the glory that's going to be revealed in us. The glory of God, which is the character of God, the goodness, the mercy, the, all the great things of God is going to be revealed through your life and it's going to be done through your gifts and your calling. Is this good? Okay, great. Building on the future, I mean, building on the past is so, des- is so um, imperative for the future. And here's why. When you build on the bricks of the past successes that you have and you step on the stones upward from the lessons of your past mistakes, it allows you to be stabilized on Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, which it talks about um, in, in the Bible. So I want to break that down for you. Building on the bricks of the past successes that you have, meaning that you building on the things that you've done well, It's so easy to focus on all the things that you've done wrong, but what have you done well? I want you to really think about that. What have you done well? What is your strengths? strengths? We always want to talk about weaknesses, but what are you good at? What what have you accomplished? Maybe you went back to school when everybody thought you weren't going to finish, or maybe you maybe had a child um, uh, prematurely, or um, you had a child before you got married, or before you, the timeline of what you wanted to do. 
and it seemed to throw everything off. But now you have a job or now you are in your career or now you're financially stable or maybe you didn't get married um, when you thought you were going to get married. And but you still have a great life ahead of you. And that doesn't mean all hope is lost, that you, you still can get married. Continue to keep faith and hoping what God has done and uh, give you confidence to know that God will be faithful to his word. And if he's promised it, you know, it's going to happen because God is not a man. He should lie. I know the son of man that he should repent. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God is true. But when you build on the bricks of your past success, it allows you to continue to have stability. Everybody who desires stability, everyone does. Because instability is the fear which brings anxieties, the all oh, the what ifs. Why? What happens if this? Why not this? What What happens if I don't do this? What happens if I don't get that? What? Uh, uh, uh. No, God wants you to be able to build on the bricks of your past success and be able to help you to step upward on the stepping stones of your past mistakes from the lessons that you learned. Why did I say stones? Well, in the Old Testament, people used to stone people for their sins. Well, God is saying those very same stones that Satan will want to throw at you. God is wanting to use those things to help you to learn from your past mistakes so that you can step forward and go upward in an upward trajectory towards him. Where the Bible says that how Jesus was speaking to um, one, of the, one of the apostles, telling him to come up higher. God is calling you higher in your perspective. He wants you to come up higher. He wants to give you his clear perspective. He wants you to get not the bird's eye view, but his eye view, his perspective about your life. The Bible talks about keep your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. Why? So that you're not contaminated or not uh, uh, so drunken with all the things that are going on around you, but that you see from that the perspective that he's raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You're seated. If you're in the body of Christ, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've been filled with the Spirit of God and you've been water baptized, you are not of this world. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. You're operating in a different kingdom. And if you're not, if you haven't been done all those things, God is calling you to that. So, but ultimately you have to be built on Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, and he will not fail you and he will not put you to shame. Like I said, I want you to know that your past successes are going to be able to help you to project, to be able to progress forward. The stones of your mistakes are going to be stepping stones. You're so critical of yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself for all those, including me. Stop being so hard on yourself and stop putting so much pressure on yourself that God is not putting on you. I want you to do something for you, for me, and actually for you. I want you to give yourself Two pats on the back right now. I know it sounds silly, but just do it. Just do it. Give yourself two pats on the back. I'm going to give myself two pats on the back. Now, I want you to give yourself a round of applause for all the great accomplishments, whether you may think they're small or little or may not be worthy. I want you to give yourself a seven-clap round of applause. Okay? Ready? One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Remember, I said everything is intentional with God. So two represents unity. That's why I said I want you to know when you give yourself two pats on the back, meaning that you're coming to agreement with what God is saying about you. 
that you are going forward. You're progressing. The fact that you still care shows that you, that's not you. That wasn't you. Or, or And the reason why I, we, I said seven claps, which means seven means completion, that God is finishing the work of what he started in your life. Because the Bible said if he starts a thing, he's faithful to finish it. You're on the right path. You're in the right direction. Your past and everything about you tells a story and a narrative about God. Everything about you is so important. God is wanting to use your storyline, where you come from, the things that you've been through. He wants to be able to use those things to reveal himself through you. So you are important. Don't allow the devil to deceive you in lies and make you feel uh, not important, that nobody cares about you, that you're uh, all this other stuff. That's how he feels. All Satan can do is try to project how he feels and place that on you. But you're not to be a, a refraction. You're called to be a reflection of Jesus Christ on the earth. So which brings me to my last most important thing. Say with me, beyond the lights. Okay, so let's fast forward, or maybe you're here now, but let's fast forward to the future. So do you know those things that you see yourself doing uh, in your imagination, um, whether it be you open a business or whether that be you um, having a family or whether that be you doing speaking before people or preaching or praying for people or prophesying to people or whatever, or losing weight or eating healthier or being a good steward of your uh, taking care of your finances better? Do you know those things are not coming from you? Guess who they come from? God. How could you know what to do or what's in your future except something is showing you it? God shows you those things through your imagination to let you know, hey, this is what you're capable of doing. But the only way that you're going to get there is by allowing him to guide you, to give you the information, the instructions, the equipment to be able to go forward towards those things. But a lot of times we can get so glossed eyed over or we can get so caught up in the lights um, that we lose perspective or we lose focus on what's important right now. I know we live in a securing the bag culture or a hustle, a grind and get it and go get it and all that other stuff. Did you know that if you're securing the bag, God is not? If you're securing the bag, God is not. I know we love to, oh, I got to secure the bag. Oh, God only helps those who help themselves. Where, what scripture is that? Tell me. I, don't, I never read a scripture that said, God helps those who help themselves. Well, faith without works is dead. Well, what happens if your faith, what happens if your works tries to become in a place where you're, you're working more than you put in faith? Because if you were really walking in faith, well, like you say you are, you wouldn't be working as hard as you do. You know why I know you're working too hard? Because you're getting burnt out. <laughs> when you're working super hard and not walking your calling and utilizing the gifts that God has given you and you're putting it all on your own strength, you're going to get burnt out. I know you're mad, but it's okay. Amen, lights. I know I'm talking good. So if you're securing the bag, God is not. Philippians 4.19 said, God will supply all of your need according to his riches in glory, which is in Christ Jesus. Not your riches, not your bag. No, he wants you to not be ran by success or money or things. He wants to be the source of everything in your life. The problem is, you know why we struggle is because we have a ownership issue. You don't own anything. 
You don't own nothing. You don't own that business. You don't own that house. You don't own those kids. You don't own that man, that woman. You don't own nothing. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and everything that's in that is his. So the problem is, is that you think you control everything or think that you have uh, the rights to stuff. We always want about rights and this is my, I deserve and I, no, you don't deserve anything but to go to hell. If it was based off your works, because the Bible says that every person deserves it's born and shaped in iniquity and shaped in sin and born into sin. So sin brings forth death and death brings separation and hell is separation from God. So you can live, be living in hell on earth and still go to hell and be eternally separated from God. But the the fact of the matter is, is that God is, doesn't want you to get so caught up in you securing the bag. He wants you to be secure in him. Stop thinking that you, what your empire that you want to build, you, your business that you want, your brand, everybody wants to build a brand. What happened to you building the brand of Christ? What happened to you progressing um, the things of God? You, you allow and let this be a, a rebuke to you. Those who God has blessed you with businesses and gave you ideas and you allowed those things to pull your heart away from him. No. God is calling you back to him, bringing you back to your center focus, which is in him. You are not to be founded or be identified in anything outside of Christ. Don't allow your, your grind or your hustle to become a self, subconsciously become an idol. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 12 says, Be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt and brought you out of the land of slavery. Meaning this, listen, don't forget where you came from. Don't get it twisted, homie. Don't get it twisted. God brought you out of all that mess that you was in. Yes, you were. Uh, yes, you had to put in the work, but it wasn't all about your work. Think about it. You were working hard to get out of where you was at, but it wasn't until the grace of God, the strength of God, the provision of God came on your life to be able to help you to get to where you are now. So don't forget where you come from. Meaning that don't forget where God brought you from. Always remember where God brought you from so that it helps you to, like I said earlier, to continue to build on the bricks of your success and help you to step on the stepping stones from the lessons that you've learned from your past mistakes so that you can get to that secured future, which is really securing the bag. Is this good? I know it is. Appreciate it. I give myself another two pats on the back. <laughs> Last thing I want to say is don't be so distracted by the lights of the future that you don't work to keep the lights on currently. Now, I don't want you to think that I'm saying don't work hard and, you know, don't do that. All I'm saying is don't get so focused on. I see people all the time. They're so busy of pushing their brand and pushing their business and doing all these things. And they've lost perspective of what's most important. And am I saying oh, you got to read the Bible for the 400 hours a day? No. What I'm saying is it's about your heart posture. I wish I really wish and I want to challenge you. I wish you would have the same dedication that you have to have your weekly meetings, uh, to have your appointments and your booked and busies. I wish you would do that and have a booked and busy session with Jesus. Where you have time where you spend with God, where you are not being distracted, that there's no phone calls, there's no social media or anything in that specific time that you have set out. That's my challenge to you. I want you to set out time where it's just you and the Lord, whether it be even if it's just five minutes. 
and you build from there. Or even just a couple minutes to just say, hey, God, I want to be able to establish a discipline in my life so that I'm not distracted by the lights of things going on around me and what's there and all this stuff. Social media is always pushing uh, dream houses and dream cars and dream relationships, me and somebody's son and all these different things so that it gets you distracted so that you won't be able to focus on what God is saying for you to do right now. And why is that so important? Because today prepares you for tomorrow. Yes, faith without works is dead, but works without faith doesn't amount to nothing. You have to have a balance of both and you have to go to God to show you what is most important. And John chapter nine, verse four says to work while it's day. So woe to you who you love your pillow and your sleep more than you want the progression, the future of God. Wake up, get out of that slumber. I break that spirit of slumber off of you. Even now in Jesus name, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're awakening us out of this laziness, this procrastination. I want to challenge you to step out and do those things that you've been uh, delaying and procrastinating to do. Start that project. Write that book. Start to write it down. Write the vision. Don't just think about it in your head all the time. Actually start to do it. Actually put the paper to uh, the pen to paper. Actually put the ideas, the visions on paper. Okay. Listen, you've been listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. Again, my name is Gil Filling, and I'm your host. I'm so grateful that you chose to listen in. Hey, I want you to share this. I really want to continue to expand what God is doing here on this podcast. So if this podcast has been a blessing to your life or anybody that you know who could be able to be blessed by this podcast, I want you to share this. I want you to like this. I want you to subscribe. Hey, I want you to be encouraged. Know that God is for you. And if he's for you, who can be against you? Follow us on uh, social media. Uh, Instagram is TCPP2020. Um, the, please tag me if you pet tell, listen, I keep telling y'all this and I appreciate you sharing. Them. <laughs> I want you to tag me on the, uh, podcast page, or if you take a screenshot, I want you to tag me as well. My name is Gil underscore Finley. I want to be able to continue to share cause I'm still trying to build the page for, um, the podcast. So I have more followers right now on my actual personal page. So I love to be able to share that. So tag me on Facebook as the clear perspective podcast. Please show some love. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for sharing. Listen, I'm so excited that you are beginning to have the journey of self-discovery that is built on retrospective views of that, uh, retrospective views for your future, that you will be able to have a clear perspective beyond the lights. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much that every person who's listening to this podcast, God, you're calling them forward out of darkness into your light. And what is your light? The light of your love, the light of the hope of the future that you have for them. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for removing the caps off of their minds. Lord, I thank you that you're bringing them into truth. I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing them into righteousness. God, I thank you that every um, deed and every assignment of Satan that was set up for the life to keep them from progressing, to keep them in a place of mediocrity. God, I thank you for breaking it off of them now in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the spirit of excellence will be their portion. God, I even speak and I prophesy that these will be the days of rejoicing. God, these will be the days of a revitalization of reviving of dreams. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that they will have conquering confidence to obtain all that you called for them to do. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that and those who knew their God, 
as the Bible says, that they that knew their God did great and mighty exploits. So, Lord, I thank you that these people who are listening, whether they be now or in the future, will do great and mighty exploits in your name, that they will allow you to be glorified through the things that you've called them and the gifts that you've given to them. Lord, I bless you for each and every person, each and every story, each and every narrative that's in each and every family and history and DNA makeup that has been represented by every person who's listening, every Everyone who is under the sound of my voice is important to you and is necessary to you. In Jesus' name, I bless you, Father. Amen. Hey, like I said, share this, like this. This has been the Clear Perspective Podcast. Peace.